welcome to a special Canary Cast. Is this a Eurocast? For people who don't like the Eurovision, you can stop listening now. <laughs> this is Janet Anscombe and Cleo O'Flynn's utterly self-indulgent recording of their views and thoughts on the Eurovision Song Contest. A friend of mine said to me, who do you think is going to listen to that? And I said, I don't care. I just love talking about it. And so do I. Hi, Janet. <laughs> now, let me a pair of canaries, I think, on our canary <laughs> Since Tuesday, Janet and I have now watched both semifinals with our message open. And we have messaged and texted and commented on everything from opening credits to water features to every song, of course, presenters, frocks, interval acts. <laughs> and we're, impre- we're impressed so far, Janet. I- I'm way impressed. I mean, Italy has waited so long for this. And of course, everybody who likes Eurovision has waited for the last couple of years, really, for it to be um, to be back as it always was. And... Italy, having waited so long, I'm just delighted. They're putting on a hell of a good show, yeah. I have to say. Yeah, and, and they're, lear- I mean, they're learning as they go. Oh, that sounds really patronising. Me sitting behind a computer who's never presented, well, I have presented things, but never anything like Eurovision. But you could see the difference in the presenter's mm, relaxing attitude to the show on Thursday. Tuesday, they were nervous. I mean, obviously, you're presenting a show that's being watched by 180 million people. A bit of nerves might creep in. Yeah. And last night, in fact, Mika, there was something went on that we couldn't see on behind the scenes when they were clearing the stage and he had to ad lib. And he was relaxed and confident enough even to say, I've got to ad lib for a few minutes yeah. while they do. Yeah. Uh, and you could see they'd settled into those roles so that those people who are only watching the final will see, a, I think, a very polished production and this is one of the ongoing perennial questions or annual questions since they introduced semi-finals that you and I've talked about and other fans if a country has already performed in a semi-final and got through don't they go into the final with an edge because the the first night nerves are now gone there was a time when I would have said yes but I think these days it, it is so different now. They all know that even a 10-second clip of these songs on social media goes to millions of people. Maybe. And yeah. I think they are all used to performing, and they've all done promotional stuff. I suppose they've they do all done everything. Does, I don't think it does give it. And let's be honest, the only ones we're talking about losing out on such an edge are the big five. Are the big five. And they tend to have experienced performers anyway. Yeah. Poor old um, Chanel. Chanel looked a little bit nervous in the semi-final last night because she had to be interviewed in English and her English was not really up to a lengthy interview. But, I mean, she looked fabulous and they played the clip and, and that she, was she nice. She did well. I thought she did very well and her English was perfectly good. Okay, she ran out of a word in the end, but we've all been in that situation where you are... You're talking, you know what you want to say, you've got the vocabulary, you've rehearsed what you want to say, but the pressure of the moment, it just drives the words out of your head. Yeah. And and she did really well. She did well. And I I mean, again, another thing we've talked about before. Well, I mean, since we're talking about the big five and advantage and disadvantage this year, certainly three of the big five, I think, will finish in the top five. If not more, I'm talking the UK, which could win it. Spain 
and Italy. I mean, I think I'll be surprised if those three are not in the top five or top seven. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, my top five, I, I can't believe it. There are two of the big five in my top five. And one of them is the UK, which is normally in the bottom five. For the first time in decades, they've taken it out of, excuse me, the British public's hands. And they've chosen a song and what's been chosen. And I have to say, they've taken the BBC out of the equation. And what's the result is a song that everybody seems to love. It's a a singer that everybody is in love with. And it is a super song and unusual and and you said your daughter who knows a thing or two about stage productions was listening to them all and her ears pricked up when she heard Sam Ryder because it's different it's different yeah Yeah. it won't win I I think there is no universe in which Ukraine is not going to win this year except except (laughs) we now have rumors flying all over the place that Russian cyber hackers are planning to disrupt voting procedures tomorrow to stop Ukraine winning. I mean, I still have a grey nodule of doubt because don't forget what you have tomorrow is you have the public vote and you have the jury vote. And the jury vote is generally, we are led to believe, based on the quality of the song. Now, the Ukraine song is great, but... It is good. It's top 10. Yeah, but, but Any other year, it would be top 10. Would, would a jury vote maybe push Sam Ryder up into first place? I it, Obviously it could, but look at Monskine last year. After the jury vote, they were in, I think, the top five or six. Oh, I think they were second or third. Oh, they, they were way up there, but they certainly weren't in the lead. I mean, Jean of Switzerland was yeah. well in the lead. Yeah. And Barbara Pravi of France, I think, was second. Monskine might have been even third. And Ukraine and, was there too, with their fabulous... And Ukraine was up there as well. And it was the public vote that just suddenly propelled Monskine way into the lead. Yeah. And I, I think the opposite is going to happen. I, I think far from the jury votes putting the UK first and keeping Ukraine down, Ukraine will probably be way up there anyway. Anyway. And the public right. vote will, will, give, will rocket propel it. Like okay. Well, let's, let's, let's have a quick listen then to the Ukraine song. We'll just play a clip of it now. <laughs> Do you know what the easiest thing to do is? Um, we both, well, we just go through the running order and just give a quick rundown of how we think each song's going to do and then, then look at the top three. So we have the, the running order has been published now. By the way, the competition starts at eight o'clock uh, on Saturday and it's on all national channels. You've been watching it on the EBU channel, which is free to stream. I've been watching it on RTE and using Chromecast. Um, because what I, I've watched it on Spanish television before, and what I don't like is they talk over the presenters the whole time in Spanish. I, I know they're I, translating I, half yeah. the time, but it's really annoying. It, it's why I watch the EBU for the live stream, simply because I don't like the commentary over no. the no. people on the stage. Italy are doing it in English. The whole Mostly. thing pretty much yeah. is in English, although Mika is doing a... Um, Lovely French. A, a beautiful French. Well, I mean, he's fluent in French, Italian, Spanish and English. <laughs> I adore the man. And um, 
yeah, he, he, he's doing a little bit in, in French and Italian, but mainly they're doing it in English. So it's, it's pointless for me yeah. to watch it in any other way. I just watch it Absolutely. straight from the EBU. And, there yeah. you got the feed. All right. First up is the Czech Republic, which, you know, I don't think either of us thought was going to make it through into the into the final. It's I did not expect disco, disco poppy number with nothing special to recommend it. Neither of us are big fans. No, absolutely. It didn't expect it to get to the final. Don't expect it to make the left-hand side of the board. Okay, by the left-hand side of the board, people, we mean the top, top 12, really. 10, top 12. Yeah, yeah, the 25 songs altogether. Second, Romania. Now, this I like is... This. I like This <laughs> is Spanish, Paso Doble, Flamenco. It's got 80s feel in the costumes. It's fun. It's really fun. It what is, is it? Hola, hola, mamita, or bebebe? Be. Hola, mi bebebe. Be. Hola, mi bebebe. Be. So, I mean, this is fun. It's a, it's a it's good little song. It, it should do quite well. Yeah, I think it probably will. And it will. it's in Spanish, um, most of it. So it'll get votes from the Spanish and it'll get votes from, you know, I think the general younger population. Uh, so I think that could do well. And I've just and, and let's, let's bear in mind that Bulgaria this year have not made the final for the first time in many years. They had a sort of a, a rocky song um, and it didn't make the finals. All, all the Bulgarian votes probably will go to Romania. Yeah. And I mean, that's it. So it'll pick up votes from all over the place, we think. Yeah, I like um, it. Right, so we're, we're <clears throat> we think that will do well. Right, next we have Portugal. Now, you didn't think this would get through the first semi, and I did. No. This no, is, it, it um, <laughs> as our lovely friend David Urbano said to me earlier, it's like kind of a, a, a seance of women in a circle singing. I quite like it, but I, I like I it because I think it's a nice song. You could call it a coven if you wanted to. <laughs> if you really had to. <laughs> it's one of those lovely in a way it is a lovely song i just it doesn't do it for me but i i recognize it is portuguese one of the typical sort of portuguese entries they come up with these soulful songs now and again and they just wash over you in a very relaxed way and this saudade is is a sort of a melancholy longing for yeah for something that may not ever have existed and like I say, it doesn't do it for me, but I recognise it's a quality song. Yeah. But I think it will be in the right-hand column. I'm glad it's in the final. I don't think it's going to, you know, break into the top five. But, hey, what do we know? We got eight out of ten in this first semi, but we only had five out I think we did quite well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the second semi-final, I think, confused a lot of people with the choices. But, you know, it's done. It's voted for. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Finland, Jezebel. Cyprus didn't get through, but there you are. Neither did Ireland. We, I, I thought it should have on the performance because I thought Brooke gave a crack well, performance. He did very well, yeah. Finland is next. Finland's in fourth place with Jezebel. There had to be a rock number in there, and this is the one. And that it is through. a good one. And the Rasmus, many mightn't have heard of them, but they're huge in Finland. And Finland's not the first time they've rocked the Eurovision. Yeah, and and I think they could do really, really quite well. I I fully expect them to be on the left-hand side of the board, probably the top ten. Yeah, and I mean, again, brilliant staging, great performance, and they'll get the NATO vote. (laughs) And, yeah, they do. They certainly do right now. And 
they are confident performers. Yeah. Because yeah. they are experienced, you know, it's yeah. a sort of Bon Jovi type feel to them. It is. It's glam rock, but very well it's done. It's lovely. It's really yeah. good. Okay. Really so good. We're, we're thinking Finland perhaps on the left hand side. Switzerland, boys do cry now. This is a gorgeous performance in the first semi final. It's another ballady, ballady, slow ballad song. I love it. He is my absolute favorite this year. It's, it's, it's one I hope to see in the top five. I fear it probably won't. It'll certainly be left hand side of the board, okay. I think. Yeah, I think it, it is Does my it... absolute favorite song of the whole contest. It's wonderful. Okay, there's a couple of fantastic voices and songs in this competition. Um, I don't know if a slow ballad is going to do it this year, but, you know, again, let's see what happens on Saturday night. France. Now, France hasn't been in either of the semifinals because it is a big five country. Explain the big five are the five countries that contribute most to the European Broadcasting Union. So they always qualify automatically. And this song is not sung in French. It's sung in in Breton. And it's It's very beautifully sultry done. France always sends such quality. Every year, there's quality. You know, a few years ago, it was Merci, and last year was Barbara Pravi. With last year was Barbara. fantastic. Voila, it, it was. It was a brilliant song, and it came second, and it could easily have won. Oh, yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, this year, again, I like this. I don't think it'll make a top five, but it no. is. It has the potential to do so. And I, I, like, I like the fact, like you say, that France have the the cojones to be different it you know there is a theme to me this year that i've not really noticed before france singing in breton the spanish entry okay in the end chanel got through but spain as a country taking away from the <clears throat> the actual voting panel as as a nation it preferred a galician song sung in galician mm-hmm. now that didn't actually make it but that was that was the public choice and now we have Serbia singing partly in Latin. Yeah. There is a move away from... English, English, English. But also even from Cyprus. doing it all in English. Yeah, I mean, even Cyprus, after a couple of years with Fuego and Diablo, this year it was um, Ella in mainly Greek. Very she, ethnic feel. But she, she didn't, didn't get through. Final. I know she didn't get through, but to me there is a move away from national languages and into much more local languages and france's breton is very much part of that theme it is it is but the next song books that trend completely because it is norway and give that wolf a banana which <laughs> if you haven't seen the performance just wait for it because it is it'll light up the stage it's, it's fantastic insane. and there, there is already i wouldn't call it a conspiracy theory but it, there is already rumors that it's something like the masked singer where people are saying this got to be so polished a performance and you can't see who it is because they're behind masks yeah. of wolves, yellow wolves, hence bananas, um, bananas in more than one sense. And they think they could be two famous singers in there, but they just don't know who they yeah. are. But it's fantastic. It's really interesting. It, Very it, interesting. It's, it's one of those Eurovision songs that you know needs to be in the final because it gives everybody a laugh. And there's a couple of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. But it's brilliantly done. It's it's sung, it's it danced, is. it's hilarious. And it, it's Great a hit fun. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Now, the next one was one of my favourites pre-semi, and she got through, you're not convinced, Armenia, snap. I just think this is another lovely ballad, but it's it's, it's grown. Modern. It's grown and grown on me. I really like it. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's, um, the staging... It's an indie sort of song, isn't it? Exactly. With a guitar and... 
it's yeah. very nice. Very yeah, nice. And, I, and I like the sentiments. It's about kind of moving on and I'll get through yeah. this. Um, I, again, the staging could have been tighter, but she's got a great voice and I think it's a lovely song. I, again, I don't It's think, a middle-of-the-road song and I think yeah. it'll be a middle-of-the-board. Exactly. I was going to say down at the bottom or up at the top. Yeah. Um, Italy. This has got to be a top uh, five. <laughs> Mahmoud and, and Bianco. This is Lando. fantastic. It is wonderful. It is my second favourite after Marius Bear, uh, Boys Do Cry for Switzerland. This gives you shivers and, and it means shivers. Yeah. Doesn't it? Chills. And Rivety, it, it, it's absolutely wonderful. Mam, again, you've got two Polish performers who are confident. Mamboud is well known. I mean, he represents, he came second for Italy two years ago, I think, with, um, yeah. With Blanco. It is, and they, they, it's a stunning song. It's beautifully performed, and it'll give you the shivers. So and what? Blanco's that, yeah. voice is like chocolate. It's so. But they they work so perfectly nice. together as well. Absolutely, it's, it's a duet. It's a rap duet. A rap loved it duet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's absolutely fabulous. So yeah, again, it, another, it could win again another year. That would be a yeah. winner. I, I think it's a top five seven definitely. Top five for me. Yeah, possibly okay. second or third. Uh, and then uh, next we have our Chanel Slomo, Spain. Now, uh, in a in a previous posting, I said this was a silly, sexy, hot number. It's a silly dance number, but it's hot. And she dances. And as somebody else, a Spanish person said to me, you know, Spain doesn't have that many divas. They normally don't pick a diva, but now we have a diva on stage. And she's a J-Lo slow-mo. She's good. She, she really is. And as I understand it, she's not a pop star as such, but a theatre performer, a yeah, musical performer. Yeah, yeah. And so she can do the dancing and the singing at the same time. The song's been mired in controversy, and she had a lot of abuse because people didn't want her to win when they chose it as the national entry. Exactly. And they felt it was a stitch-up by the jury, two of whom had commercial connections with her. To her. Because, because they felt that the song had commercial potential, particularly in the Latino market. Now, What's to me, point? okay, whether that's true or not, whether people be- agree with that or not, it does belie the fact that this song has commercial potential. People like it. Yeah, it's a the dance Spanish song. Spanish may not, but everybody dance. else does. Yeah. I mean, again, I think this this could be Spain's best year in many years. I, I think, think we get a lot of votes. Yeah, I mean, again, you ask the question because it's always struck me since I've moved here that Spain gets so het up and anxious about entering the Eurovision, and they, you know, they take it so seriously. This all countries do, but they seem to more than any, and they're just desperate for a win, desperate, 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 and then they have a song that could potentially win it, and they seem to kind of be anti. So we have to yeah. see where it goes. I hope she does I, well. I think she'll do very well. I hope she does very well. She seems like a lovely girl and she's a brilliant performer. Yeah. And I'd very like polished. to see it. Absolutely. And I, she, my top four are clear in my head. It's number five that I'm not sure about. 
Okay. And there's about five candidates for number five, and she's one of them. She can pull the top five. I think she could. I think she could. Right. We're probably taking far too much time, but we're just enjoying it. <laughs> now, the Netherlands. Okay. This, um, this song, it's, it's almost James Bondy, like the opening of a, a James Bond mu- movie. Netherlands, Holland. I like it. Yeah, it's very I, slow. And, yeah, that's another middle of the road, middle of the board. One. I just, her performance was flawless, but I felt it lacked the kind of chutzpah you need on a Eurovision stage. Absolutely. There's nothing stand out about it. Yeah. But I mean, I think, I think again, middle, middle of the board, yeah. I think we'll see. Um, and next we have Ukraine. So we, we've listened to Ukraine already. Stephanie. I love the song. I love the performance. I, I mean, most people now, if they're into the Eurovision, they'll know that, you know, one of the band isn't there because he's, he's currently on the front in Ukraine, that another member has been working in voluntary work on the front, near the front in Ukraine. They got permission to perform. If they win, God knows where the contest will be next year. So we have all that. And yes, it is political. The fact that Russia and Belarus aren't in the competition was a decision taken by the European Broadcasting Union. So let's be open about it. That was political. Um, the Eurovision the Eurovision Song Contest is not political. It is not supposed to be political, but we now have a world in which it is impossible to be apolitical. Exactly. Because and there are times when you have to take a stand. They've had to accept that. They've had yeah. to accept that they have to take a stance. And I think that applies to all of us with something like Russia's aggression. Now, it's no good standing on the side. You have to stand up to these people now and again. Yeah. So. You know, they had to in the 1930s, and here we are again. And it's no good the ESC saying we're not political. You have to be. Yeah, political in an apolitical way, if that's even possible. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> next, another big five, Germany rock stars. Now, I, I, I'm kind of warm. I'm lukewarm about this. I don't think it's yeah. going to do anything. It, very do it. it just doesn't do it to me. It won't be a good year, I don't think, for Germany. Um, Next is, when I saw this woman singing, I just thought Sally Bowles, Lisa Minnelli, and I love the song. It's Lithuania and Sentimental with Monica Lou. I thought this was gorgeous. It is one of my favourites. After Italy and Switzerland, I think it probably is my next favourite. I think it's wonderful. I don't think she'll do it brilliantly, but you never do know. With with Lithuania, the Baltic states do tend to support each other. she could do quite well. And she, again, like Rasmus, is a very, very, very famous pop star in Lithuania. And you Not can see outside it. the country, but she's she'll perform very well. And it's a lovely song. Azerbaijan. Well, in fact, would we have a quick listen to um, to that, to Lithuania? Monica. Let's have a quick yes. listen, Monica. Yes. Let's bring up it's a little bit of lovely. Monica. Lovely. Fade to black. 
neither of us, neither of us were, were hugely impressed by this. I would not have been surprised if it didn't make the final, as it happens, it has. But it, it's on the cusp for me of whether it's yeah, uh, mediocre. I thought, and I mean, like very, very polished performance, but it didn't really uh, ring my bell. <laughs> as as I'm afraid, neither did miss you. I thought it was lovely. This is Jerome Mackies. Um, very nice performance, very nice song. But again, I thought it was just a, a, a happy little tune. It didn't scream special to me. All right. And next we have Greece, who I think is probably qualified for the final almost no, every year since they brought it. It's another Duncan final. Lawrence one, isn't it? It is one of the most miserable songs I can imagine. Let's <laughs> die together so that we'll never have to be apart. And yet she performs brilliantly. She sings very well. She's half Norwegian, I think. And she's got a stunning voice and the song has grown on me. She she is a left side of the board. And I think Greece always, always does well. I mean, it's just one of those. It's one of my handful of could be. Could be the five. five. Right. Let's go to the Joni Mitchell trio, the Iceland. Um, Again, neither of us thought this would come through the first semi, but it did. It's a lovely song, but we just didn't think it would appeal to the Eurovision audience. But there you go. We don't. Yeah. I mean, we got it wrong, didn't we? Because we neither of us, we both liked it, but we didn't think it would make the final. Because we thought it wouldn't appeal to people, and it obviously did. It's different enough. It's different enough, and it's a lovely, relaxed country feel with the sun will come up and darkness and the fire and ice. And I wonder how much that Will Ferrell film changed people's views of Iceland and their music. Because I like this. I I I like it too. Brilliantly, but I do like it. But you can't help watching it. And well, I did, you know, I pictured Pierce Brosnan in his iron sweater watching it in a small <laughs> club in, in Reykjavik or something. But there you go. Well, Farrell, for good or for bad, has changed the way a lot of us see Eurovision. <laughs> well, we see, I mean, I think it'll be middle of the board. Yeah, you know? I agree. But I'm glad they're there. I, I think the final needs a lot of variety. And. And variety is exactly what this next song brings. And I'm going to play a clip first, and then we're going to talk about it. Moldova's train song, Janet. Um, it's just one of those that makes you smile. I can't hear it without smiling all the way through it. Within the first two bars, I've got a grin on my face. It is cheerful. It is wonderful. They they send it every single year, Moldova. Yeah, and it's what you Absolutely. were talking about earlier as well. That they bring it alive. They Absolutely do. Wonderful. And in a way, since the opening up of all the European, the Eastern European countries, and we went from just the standard 23 countries to suddenly having 45, while people complained about they're all just going to vote for each other, what they have done over the years is bring in all of these folky, folky songs and tunes that the rest of Europe has now grown to love. And that's a yes. good thing. Yes. Ballet did this, you know, in, in the 
18th and 19th centuries. It, it put on things like Coppelia, where people heard mazurkas and polkas for the first time. And they've used these Eastern European dances in ballet throughout the, well, throughout the last couple of hundred years. And now Eurovision is doing it to a whole new generation. Yeah. I'm lucky there is a new generation. Folk stuff, you know, and Ukraine, of course. I think Moldova will definitely be in the left-hand side of the, of the final. It, it is not only a left-hand sider, it is one of my handful that could make the top five. Could make the top five. So there you go. Get on the train and enjoy Moldova. Um, <laughs> and then the next one. Uh, you love I like the song she performs brilliantly I don't know why everyone's raving about Sweden I'm sorry it's well sung it's a powerful ballad it's in English people understand it it's got a theme that people can relate to and it's Sweden yeah and it's I mean, it's you put all that together. Yeah, she owned the stage last night in the semi. She absolutely did. She absolutely did. She she will do stunningly well, and she is one of my almost certain top five. And she's going to be here in June. She's coming to Tenerife. She's going. So is Conchita Worst. Uh, by the way, for Euro fans, we're going to have a couple of top Eurovision names here, as well as a competition to see a, a Guinness Book of Record attempt to see how many people will dress as ABBA in in one I event. Be there. <laughs> Stunning. I anyway, be there. I think she'll be in the top five. I think could be top three, Sweden. I think she she'll get Absolutely. a lot of votes. Yeah, it, it is right. a good song, and yeah, she'll she'll do well, and she's competent on stage as well. She will. She owns that stage. Right. Next, we're getting near that. Okay. Next was one that I think we both um, loved and we're happy to see go through, and that's Australia. Uh, this is no, not good. the same. This was a stunning performance. And put aside all the bias Australian Eurovision Song Contest, it just is now. So this was stunning. It, it was a bit like Sia, who is another Australian singer, where she'd hidden her face and yep. her hair. Well, he had a sort of a, a veil on, and we both said almost the same time he took it off towards the end and it was the first time we'd seen his actual face and he's like a cross between Adam Lambert and Leo DiCaprio beautiful beautiful man absolutely gorgeous man and a lovely song and you'll do quite well the staging was complicated though they had to they had to actually this is when when Mika had to fill in because apparently the assembling of his stage and I mean that's where you shout out to the the stage prop people they changed those stages in three minutes or less, one minute, when the little video is going on, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And and just a word on that stage, the, the Italians have done a beautiful stage this year with they have. A, a fountain a waterfall all the, all way, the way across. across. It's wonderful. All right, next to the song that could win, could be number two, this is Sam Ryder's Spaceman. Shall we pay, play a quick clip? Absolutely. If I was an astronaut, I'd speak to satellites My navigation systems would search for other life But I'd be up and thinking about what I left behind Cause I'm only human with the real world talked about Sam at the top of this podcast so so we don't have loads more to say I think we both love the song we love him he seems completely without guile without any of the kind of 
edge that you know some people find a bit off-putting he's just a lovely lovely human being and he comes across delighted to be there there's no side to him at all I can't believe I'm saying it I like the UK entry I think the UK entry will do well I think the UK could come second or third I can't believe I just said that David Urbano our, our lovely Eurovision partner in crime Loves it. He says it's the best UK song ever. And he said it's like fish and chips on the stage, meaning it's the best of everything that's British. And I just love that. I think the Brits might have a different way of um, describing it as uh, parts of dogs. But uh, yes, OK. Yeah, he, what he meant was the best of everything that's British. Absolutely. Like a cup of tea and a scone are fish and chips on stage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A few more. Um, so we've got Poland. Now, this is another strong, strong male ballad. River. Yeah. It's another male, strong voice ballad, beautiful song, beautiful voice, but you think, oh, it just hasn't got the edge for me. I know. I, I'm, I agree with you. I think it will be bottom of the, of the left, top of the, of the right. Yeah, yeah. And the next one is the one that took us both completely by surprise when it got through, Serbia. Wash your hands. Yeah, she could do really well. She's a very dark horse, if you ask me. Because I mean, How do you say that in Latin? <laughs> but part of the song is in Latin. There's this repetitive beat where she's constantly washing her hands, talking about something that does actually matter to people at the moment. This this focus on health. It's a healthy body. Of beauty, where in fact we should be focusing on the health of us and the planet. And it it's got a real current vibe, and it's got a repetitive. Feel. I don't personally in like it. Porre sano, it's called. Yeah, I just very surprised when it got through. But again, that is possibly to do with the politics of the Balkan vote and, you know, all of that. But I just I was very surprised because I didn't write the song. It wasn't anywhere near my top 10. It does not do it at all for me, but she could she could get a cult following. Yeah, but I don't think enough to push her up into the top 10. I, I would hope not because I don't like it, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she did better than I expect. <laughs> oh, blunt! I love you. And fi- finally, um, Estonia. Hope is the last Isn't song of your vision. We both said at the same time last night. Oh, look, it's Clint Eastwood because it's an it's like an Ennio Morricone. And they stage it like that. I mean, he comes on with a guitar, <laughs> and there's like, you know, a cowboy scenes behind him and then he slings the guitar over his shoulder and saunters down to the front and he's yeah. he's lovely and he's cute it's, and it's he's got a, a lovely nice voice. Song. It's a bit like Armenia and Snap where it's got an indie sort of cowboy sort of western feel with a guitar and laid back and middle middle of the board. But again middle of the board right so let's call it then Janet and then we can like if we get it completely wrong I'll just repeat <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Winner, Ukraine. Okay, we both agree. I think we both have the same top five at this stage. Second? Um, second, third and fourth. I mean, who, who can say the actual order? But for me, it's Italy, UK, Sweden. Right, well, I'm the same. And, As and to who comes fifth? That is the, I don't the know. question. I would love it to be Switzerland, but I don't think it will be. But it could mm. be Spain. It could be Spain. It could be Romania. Or Greece. Or Greece, it could be it could be our Norway, it could be our banana boy. It could be Norway for the mad hat in or Moldova for or Moldova could that folk tune. Yeah. But 
but I, I'd love it to be Switzerland because that is my favourite song in the whole competition this year. Okay, well, if, I mean, I would go, I would actually say, I'm going to say, dun, 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 Norway. Just throw it in there and see what happens. Yeah. But I think, I mean, the, the top, it's Ukraine. I would say Ukraine, UK, Sweden, Italy. You know, just. Yeah, to, I'd know. go with that. Yeah, certainly those four. All um, right. And like I say, if we get this completely wrong, we promise never to podcast again. <laughs> or <laughs> never about no your such thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janet, get your make sure your computer's charged up on Saturday because I'll be texting you. It is going to be a wonderful tomorrow night. Yeah. And I, the the interval acts so far have been super. They haven't been too long. They've been diverse and um very polished and very well performed. So I think you will enjoy the show. We get, we get to see Monskin again because they are going to perform. And I think that band is absolutely brilliant. And they have virtually broken America now as well. So they are globally known, Monskin. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Well, it'll be a lovely show. And we shall, I will be texting you on Saturday and we'll see oh, how we'll it goes. We'll be talking all the way through it, I think. Yes. <laughs> talking and listening. Janet, a pleasure as always. Uh, we should go out right. What what little bit of song shall we give them then? Because we should give them what we think. Well, let's go out on Spain because we haven't played Spain during our I chat. That given that we are based in Spain, it is a brilliant one to end with. Good we luck. Have a little bit Chanel. of Colomo. Good luck, Chanel. Good luck, Chanel, and good luck to everybody. And Janet, I'll talk to you soon. No se confunda, señora y señores, yo siempre te pedí, para rompe cadera, rompe corazones, solo existe una, no hay limitaciones, y si yo no me crepo y me toca mostrárselo, si que diría yo.